Welcome, daters, to The Yentas. We are three matchmakers. Elisa Ben Shalom. Michal Neistetter. And Danielle Selber. Yenta can carry a negative gossipy connotation. We are not that. We are love professionals and proud to be Yentas. This is a part of our tradition, our history. We support you on your search for your person. The three of us met for coffee many years ago, and we've collaborated and supported each other and our clients ever since. This is your invite to our chat at the virtual coffee shop. Who should you date? Who should you marry? These are the biggest decisions that a person can make. You don't have to do it alone. You've got us. Ready? Come on in. Take a seat. start to talk a bit about the word of the day. Um, today's word is yentas. We will take a caller with a question about dating and end with a signature Eliza blessing. Ooh. <laughs> okay, so what is a yenta, guys? A blabbermouth. Somebody who's like all in people's business and all in their face. A meddler. Mm-hmm. A busybody is another word. It's not something that like before I wanted to be called. True. It doesn't have a positive connotation <laughs> at all. Yeah, Yenta's uh, usually like, oh, she's such a Yenta. She talks so much. Oh, she's always in everybody's business. She's like, oh, such a Yenta. So what does it mean to us now? Well, I want to totally reclaim Yenta. Can we, can we like take the word back? Yeah, we can take it back and it can still mean matchmaker, right? It can still mean connector, somebody who cares a lot about the people around them, but in a positive way, right? In a way that we're trying to help daters, not uh, be a blockage for them. Mm-hmm. I think when we all met, we instantly created our WhatsApp group and called it the Yentas, and we never thought twice about it. But now we're spending all of our time talking about it and deconstructing <laughs> Yenta. I think it's like a little bit of each of us, right? Like, Michal, you're a super connector, right? And and while we're all matchmakers, right, being that super connector is like your superpower. And, and my yenting and matchmaking comes strongly through the coaching and through the supporting and like really standing by somebody's side and walking through it with them. And Danielle is like this empowered writer that like through her language and her words, it just like creeps into you and you just, you get it when you read it. I think, I think to me that's, the yenta is like the, the perfect matchmaker. That's what Yenta is. It is like the person that is going to come in and help you with your love life and help you find your person and hold your hand and make introductions and be there by your side and help you build your support network and like, like Yenta, you know? <laughs> okay, so let's talk about how we all met. How did it start? So, Aliza, well, we met yeah. through a program that you ended up doing, but how did you find me in the first place? Who connected you to me? Yeah, that's a really good question. I genuinely don't know the answer. I don't know if I know the answer. I, And I don't know if I, I think I knew about you before the program, but then, I don't know. It was a business accelerator program that we were connected through in Philly. And I don't actually know how we met and who our matchmaker was. But I know that you were my matchmaker with Michal because you brought her to the coffee shop. You're like, oh, I want you to meet Michal. She's a matchmaker. And I was like, oh, my gosh, 
She's like so new and so fresh and she's going to get eaten alive. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. Well, okay, just to back it up, what's funny is that um, the way that I found Danielle was through a podcast. Like I totally liked you through your podcast. I Googled Philadelphia Matchmaker because I just got hired to be a matchmaker um, through Three Day Rule, a large national organization. And I wrote to you and I was like, hey, my name is Michal. I don't know if we're competition or not, but would you be open to connecting with me? And my answer was no, because (laughs) I'm going to Israel in like a week. And I was like, can we meet after? And Michal was like, no, we're meeting before you go. (laughs) Oh my gosh. She's like that. Michal's so pushy, pushy. (laughs) Yeah, that's another thing about being a Yenta. You could be pushy, right? So like initial chemistry, not there from the email. And then Danielle and I met in person and I, it was like the first time I saw such a beautiful natural connector because I told her my whole story and she like had these like natural, you know, she's like, oh my God, you should meet this and this rabbi. And have you heard of this? And have you heard of that in this organization? And like, I walked out with a to-do list (laughs) of like so many people to connect to. And I was like, wow, that's what it is to be a matchmaker. It's not just about dating. Mm -hmm. And it left a big impression on me. And she was like, you know, I'm going to connect you to Aliza. Yes, Aliza was at the top of the list because she was that person for me, right? Like, Aliza came into my life in a program that I was running, but then, like, she became in so many ways my teacher and my mentor and my connector. And so I was like, you must meet this person. (laughs) I was as annoying about you meeting Aliza as you were about meeting me. Yeah, yeah. But it's annoying in a good way. I was like, okay, Danielle, do whatever you're saying. So then you connected Aliza and I, and we hopped on the phone. Aliza, do you remember that? We didn't meet at the coffee shop first. We were on the phone We talked on the phone, and you asked me, like, bulleted questions. You were like, okay, how do you do it? And how much does it cost? And where do you operate? And da 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 And I didn't have all my answers refined yet. And I was like, this is a very scary phone call. And for some reason we were like, maybe we should all meet in person. Mm-hmm. And then the three of us got together at a coffee shop. I think that the roles reversed because I remember sitting in that coffee shop and you were the one that were you were asking so many questions and what about this? And well, what do you guys do about that? And what do you think about this? And well, how would you handle that? And I'm going, Oh my gosh, she has lots of questions. Okay. Oh, she doesn't really know so much. We, we, Danielle, we really have to help her. We really have to help her. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I think that this totally applies to dating because we all connected in such different ways. And our first Im- impressions, like where it, you know, where it landed us mm. to a certain magic and a chemistry that we had once we got into our groove is just really fascinating because what we found when we really sat down and we all chilled out from our first impressions of each other, we realized that there was a certain chemistry between the three of us because we established from like that moment. We were like, wow, there's no such thing as competition. Yes. I think that's where it came from, right? We all had the same um, values and goals, just like with dating, right? We had something enough to spark and then we moved from there and gained trust and intimacy, just like relationships. Yeah. Yeah. And it was all based on we don't believe in competition. We believe in collaboration because there is a whole world of people that want the support that we're offering. And it's not your person or my person. It doesn't matter who somebody's working with. They're all of our people. We are all being there responsible for one another to help each other and to help them through this process. And we can do it better together. 
Mm-hmm. Yenta as a plural noun. Mm-hmm. And I think <laughs> what also was beautiful, look, I mean, matchmaking is a business. And then in some ways it isn't a business because Danielle was working for a nonprofit and we know about mitzvah matchmakers and all these things. So we had to sort of unpack those things together and think about this collaboration in an interesting way. Mm-hmm. So I think to go back to like us and reclaiming Yenta and us starting our WhatsApp group, we were like, we just have to be, we just have to try and not make it complicated we just started collaborating we just did it and we all have such different skill sets I think that we really I think Michal what do you call it like the tripod uh, something something like the trifecta I don't know what you said but the trifecta trifecta. something about the three of us that we really have some balance and synergy with each other because we bring such different thoughts and opinions to the table while I think we're very much grounded and rooted at the same place but but we have different ideas of how it works and so it's fascinating because we all bring something different and it helps us to see another perspective and go oh oh well that's a good idea okay wait I'm gonna I'm gonna add that to my repertoire okay wait what's what's one of you know like Aliza Aliza-ism a Michal quote you know a Danielle one-liner like what is that oh wait oh that's good that was really helpful I want to use that and I just it's such a pleasure to work with people that are different than you but in the same exact field with the same exact mission yeah and we've created so many good things together because you know, Danielle would invite me to Jewish spaces or Jewish events. And then I, you know, met somebody at a Rosh Hashanah picnic. And then they were like, who's that, Danielle? And then you told them. And then they were like, okay, I'll meet with her. And then we did. And then she's married today. Yes, so <laughs> like, oh, I know. I only know that Yenta. I want to meet that Yenta. <laughs> and then like the two of us would talk about it as I was matching her um, through my organization. And and don't forget, Aliza coached her along the way because she, she didn't have a lot of experience with dating. And mm-hmm. Aliza helped her through that, right, with those first dates. And we had another match that you called me and you're like, oh, Aliza, your husband is like good friends with this guy. What do you know about him? I'm like, oh my gosh, he's been at my Shabbos table a ton of times. Oh, I know him really well. Such a sweetheart. And they're married, two kids, and really having a beautiful life. And you made an incredible match. A new baby, right? This a week. new baby. Yay. I love them. <laughs> they, like, I, I have a little problem where I like to befriend all the people. So I befriended this, this couple that I matched. And one time we were, like, sitting around a campfire because we go camping. And he was like, you guys are family. <laughs> I love yeah. tears. Um, so did we cover the word Yenta? Do, we, do you feel like we did a good job? We did a beautiful job. Yeah. Well, first of all, I just want to say I love you guys. And I want to recognize this moment because we've been talking about doing a podcast for years. <laughs> we're finally doing it. And we were worried when Aliza left Philadelphia to go to Israel. We we're like, how are we going to like maintain something mm-hmm. um, and look at us doing it? So... I love this little podcast coffee shop. It's great. Oh, we'll, we'll have coffee. We'll talk. I'll give you a topic. Actually, we're going to start with our next caller, um, and that's going to be our next topic. So before pressing play, Michal, can you tee us up? What are we doing with these callers? Okay. So um, we have questions that come in from, like, real daters who want us to yenta a little bit about their situation. Yes. And so we're going to give them our best advice. Okay. Let's hear from Jack. Yeah. Hi, Yentas. My name is Jack, a 74-year-old Reformed Jew from Harlem, New York. I've been married, widowed, single, and now looking for love online. I'm pretty active with 11 marathons. People ask me if I'm retired, and I tell them 
I'm not retiring, I'm rewiring. I'm in the fledging stages of three startups. I just can't seem to come to grips with online dating. I wish the profiles would stand out, but they all blend together. I wish people would dare to be different. It's a two-way street. You need to inspire me to be attracted to you. How can I read that from a profile? I'd love a perspective and could definitely use some dating help. Okay. Thank you. So Jack's, so Jack's question is about online dating. And what's interesting to me is he's a little bit flipping the script. He's not actually saying, how can I make my profile stand out? He's like, how do I look at this sea of profiles and actually find a person, a personality to, to cling to? Hmm. Yeah, he is not liking the online system. It's really true, though. I think a lot of daters that are... Um, let's say in the 60s and 70s, um, online dating is a little bit more difficult. And when it's worked for people, usually people write a lot. I see people's profiles and they're, they're robust, they're full, they talk about their passions, what they've been doing, what they love, what makes them happy. Don't tell me I like to go skiing. Tell me last winter I had the best ski trip and like give me a story, like a mini one online, you know, something that just makes me get to know you and feel you. I think he's right. Everything falls so flat and like how could I pick a date? I don't I don't even know, you know, besides like a cute photo and like five bullet points about you. Like who are you really? Hmm. I think that um, first of all, I love Jack. So much. Hi, Jack. Um, I actually found Jack through a Facebook group because his friend posted on his behalf. So let's just be clear, Jack, that you already have something going for you because you tried something other than online dating. And that's how I found you. And I've all, um, anyways, I, I always think about Aliza, what you say about how there's three ways to find someone and that's it. A matchmaker on your own being social or online dating. That's it. And if right. you are feeling extremely frustrated with one of those, then you're going to have to look into the other options. So look at it that way. And I think because he's feeling so frustrated, he could probably use a break from it. Hmm. What do you guys think? I'm curious what he's using too, because there's a difference between like the dating profiles, which are sort of this like ad nauseum place where, to Elise's point, you have to put stories in or else you just blend in. And then there's the apps, which is maybe the opposite problem where you have like a little pithy one-liner or like two emojis to like tell everything about you or to try to understand. So I'm curious if he's tried to also go out in person and meet people around his interests or passions too. Hmm. But it's not just going out there and being in the right spaces. It's also letting people know you're single and that you're open to being matched up, mm. right? Absolutely. Networking, networking, networking is what we need. But I want to just address his point of, but I am online dating. Like, it, it's not working. How could I do it better? And I think one way that he could do it better is find a cute photo that you like, find one or two things about a profile that you like, and then write to somebody, hey. I'm Jack, you know, cute photo or I love, you know, you, wherever they were, reference something. You said something about this. I'm so curious. I'd love to learn more about and fill in the blank. Like if, if you don't have enough information from somebody, but there's a little piece of data and, you know, uh, you know, the photo that you see, it means that you would want to meet them. You're feeling like connected at least at, at a base level, then just reach out and don't give like a little one liner like, hey, how are you? <laughs> like, 
eh, you know, survey says no, uh-huh. right? But actually get curious about that person and ask them a question and then tell them one thing about you, maybe something that's a point of connection, you know? I also love the beach, my favorite beach. Oh, love to go down the shore, Margate. Oh, I remember the kid when I was a kid, we got the ice cream and the sprinkles fell all over the boardwalk. It was such a mess, right? Like something, tell me, give me something to grab onto where I'm like, oh, that's cute. Okay. Like he's making an effort. Okay. I'll make an effort back and let me write something. Hmm. I, I love what you said. I love a lot of things that you say. Um, But I was just thinking that when people are swiping, instead of finding something that they like from a profile, they usually find eight things that they don't like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, of all the things wrong with online dating, one of them is really that it turns us into, it it turns these real live four-dimensional people into these flat characters, right? You have so little data that, that you have to go on that each data point becomes weighed so much more heavily, right? If you know three things about a person and one of them doesn't sound like something you like, well, right away, you're just going to keep going. Mm -hmm. So to Elise's point, I think that I love the idea of um, soliciting a story through a story, right? Like invite them into the conversation with your own life experience. Take that little thing that is either neutral or perhaps even positive and and make it into a bigger connection. Totally. And I, I think a part of why we're doing this podcast is we want other people to yenta, like the way that we yenta. And a part of my yenta-ing, who has a lot of yentas, um, <laughs> is when I've met with people at coffee shops, I sit down with them, I get to know them, and then I look at their profile and I go, this doesn't connect to that, you mm-hmm. know? And look at it. And how many times, we do that together. We've looked at profiles together. Always. and It just doesn't add up that that's how they communicate their message to the world. It's difficult. So many people tell me, they're like, oh, Elisa, I can't brag about myself. I can't just tell all the good things. Like, I've got to also show, like, the ugly side or I've got to show the real side or everything can't just look wonderful. And I'm going, don't worry. People are very good about finding your ugly side. You better show wonderful. (laughs) Nobody needs help seeing your ugly side. There's going to be lots of stuff they don't like about you. And that's okay. You have to show your greatness. Like, what do you do? You go to a job interview. Listen, you know, not a morning person, slightly lazy. But, I mean, I'm good. When I'm on, I am good. You think you're getting Uh that job? You are not. Do not approach dating like that either. Totally. Be intentional. Be thoughtful. Be conscious. That's what I do in my matchmaking and my connecting. And what I find is that when when it comes to putting together an online dating profile, people slap it together Hmm. and they don't show their friends. And it's like, if you can't even show a friend or a yenta or whoever, how how do you feel comfortable showing it to thousands of people that are swiping on it, you know? You're right, because it's a vulnerable thing to do to put yourself out there online. And if you're afraid to share that with even the people who already love you. Who already love you. That's a little bit of a red flag, right? Yeah, I feel like that's a really good, that's honestly good dating advice. Take your profile, show it to people who get you, who love you, be open to their advice. I'm sure, like, I'm not a good wordsmith. That is not my skill set. I have a lot of typos, but you know who it is? Danielle. (laughs) So, like, you Go to someone who's a good wordsmith who sees you. Right. So on the side of like going to a professional, the photo. You don't have to have a professional photo, but you've got to have a good photo. It has to be clear enough that I could see you and it has to be recent enough that it's not from 14 and a half years ago when you looked like that and you still think you look like that. I have photos from 
years ago. And I'm like, oh, I look like that. And then I look in the mirror and I go, mostly like that. <laughs> right? Like if I'm being really honest, take a photo, but not just a photo. First of all, if you do a selfie, make sure it's at a good angle, right? Up, not down. You know, if you're not, like, have have your friend use their phone. Any decent phone today can take a photo. Laugh, smile, take candid shots. I don't care what it is, but I, I just saw a profile recently. Each photo was worse than the next. And, and, and I was shocked at what the primary photo was. Oh, God, no. Oh, my gosh. No, why is this here? Somebody call them. Somebody tell them. So please, please. No, it's painful. Why? Why? Like, you want to meet your person. Why? This is, you don't look happy. If you don't look happy, I don't think I'm going to be happy with you. I want to be happy with my life partner. Totally. Just, oh, just a photo. And, and. You know, that's why Jack is so frustrated because he's 73. He's been doing this a long time. He's tired of it. Mm. He's frustrated. So just wanted to bring it back to Jack for a second because my advice to you is to come to Philadelphia because I wanted to do a single Shabbat and Jack, you are so invited. Um, (laughs) I just think you have to try new things. And I did like Aliza's advice about finding that good thing in their their profile and, and setting that intention to see the positive in people. And how realistic is that, by the way, as advice, like to someone like Jack, who sounds, you know, very eligible and to your point, very great because you know him, like going to another city or, or expanding your, your dating pool, like we can say that all day. How good of advice is that for us to give? Excellent. I'm going to jump in. I am going to say that it is excellent advice to expand your network. Michal just actually introduced me. This man is connected out the wazoo. He has an unbelievable amount of network connections. And he's like, but I'm still trying to find my person. And I'm like, listen, let me just tell you, I'm going to find your person, but they are not in your future. They are in your present and in your past. You have an unbelievably untapped network and you think it's tapped out. And I'm telling you, you already know your person or you know somebody who knows your person and you're not utilizing your network. And I know how to utilize networks. Like I know how to build them. I know how to check them out. I know how to get the right people and and like pull it out. And you're not seeing it. Like you're just seeing the forest. Like I could see the tree. I could find that one person in your network and this person is really heavily networked so if jack i don't know if jack is networked or not but if jack is networked he is you're right i agree with you aliza that same advice applies like it's the mystery in your history that's it mystery Uh, in your history jack maybe you should stop going online and look at people that you've dated in the past maybe you overlooked a good one there's goodness in so many people well aliza you you have a course online called mystery in your history and i remember part of it is that you have people actually write a real list like on paper of folks from their past that they haven't thought about in a million years, Oh my right? God, can you imagine doing that? And not even just people that they've dated. Like, you know, the girl that in second grade, I had a crush on her. I don't know, is she now single? Like, is she divorced? Is she <laughs> is she widowed? Like, where, where are we at in life? And it doesn't have to only be somebody that you've dated. It has to be anybody within your network, either like, the, per- the type of person that you're potentially looking for or somebody who might know that person. And just call mm-hmm. call that old friend. How are you? What's doing? Here's life. Let me catch you up. By the way, I'm looking for my person. You know, maybe you know somebody. Maybe so you're single. People. Right. Yeah. That. I love a love story where people connect at different points mm-hmm. in their life. Like, uh, you know, we had a little fling in Jewish summer camp, but <laughs> we reconnected oh. in our adult life and now they have babies. You know, I love things like that. 
Well, I think what that does also is it allows you to look at a person and um, they're not like brand new to you. Like to Jack's point, he's looking online and everybody looks the same and everybody seems the same. There's nothing that they have different. Once you have a little bit of history with them, whether it's literally summer camp or second grade, then there's there's more to it. They become that you know real person mm. again. They become somebody who you have a spark with already just because of knowing them in this real world and not just on the internet. Yeah, that's your connection point. Mm-hmm. And it's safe. It's a much safer way to start dating. It's emotionally safer and it feels more comfortable to jump in. And even if it's not like, oh, well, the sparks aren't flying. Okay, but is the connection there? Good. Is it nice? Yeah. Did you have fun? Ooh, you laughed? Gr- oh, okay. Ah. Try that again. <laughs> go do go do an interesting activity. Oh, you both like to go to plays? Oh, what are you going to see next, you know? Get up, get fancy, go out to a big dinner, something lovely, go to a show, like put the effort into building this point of connection and turning it into a spark of a connection. Mm, I love it. Anything else we should say, y'all? Jack, that's the best of it. You got the best of the best from us. Yeah. <laughs> now you got three yentas on the case. Oh, you're unstoppable now. And now, Jack, the best part is that you get a blessing, which will come from Eliza, and it will be a universal blessing, but it is for our caller, right, to to have a great future. So the back, the background of blessings with us is that – well, actually, wait. I want to tell it right. Did did Eliza give us all the blessing at the end of our last our first meeting? Like just like stum out loud? I don't know. I always give blessings, so it would be very unusual if I didn't. I live, I live for Eliza blessings. Yeah. Well, Eliza, it's like your signature thing, right? Like at the end of all the programs you run online and on and on your social media, you're always giving out blessings, right? Yeah, it's just my. Th- I mean, my name is Eliza Bracha, and Eliza means joy, and Bracha means blessing. So it's. It's part of the Elisa package. <laughs> Wait a minute. What does your name mean? My full name. Yeah. Danielle is God is my judge. No pressure. And <laughs> my middle name is Sarah. Beautiful. Which is a beautiful matriarch from the uh, from the history of Judaism, who I do love. She had a tent with open with one side always open, and so people could always come in. That's you. There you go. I love that. And Michal, what about you? Okay, so one way to interpret it is like you know resembling God. I was born in Israel. They wanted me to have a biblical name that nobody could pronounce <laughs> in the U.S. Um, <laughs> yep. But my father um, always had this interpretation that he discovered, and it's bubbling brook. Ooh, you are a bubbling brook. I am a bubbling brook. That's a nice way to describe me. I don't always get that. (laughs) Um, And then Adi is Jewel. Yeah, so here we are, the Yentas. Thank you guys for Yenting with us, but we need that blessing. (laughs) Okay, here we go. This is on the spot. This was not pre-rehearsed. I don't have anything written. This is just, you know, flowing through me. So Jack and to all of our listeners, may you find somebody wonderful who lights you up, who gives you that warm and fuzzy feeling inside, who you desire to see and hang out with and spend time with. May it happen this year, and may you both have clarity and know that this is your person. Amen. 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 I love it. Wow, this was great. This was so much fun, guys. Episode one. uh, They'll see us next week, right? Yeah, deal. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for Yenta in with us today. Join us for coffee next week. You can find us on Instagram at Elizabeth Shalom, at Michal Matches, at Danielle Selber. If you want to submit your questions, slide into our DMs. <laughs>